All right, good, e good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Courtney Gallagher. I'm an associate with Morris and Ritchie Associates. We are the engineering and landscape architecture firm uh, who's working with Thomas Scrivener and the property owner Scrivener Family LLC to develop the subject property. I'm joined by my colleague, Marilee Tortorelli, who is a principal with Morris and Ritchie Associates. Tonight we are here specifically to discuss the conversion of the Parkside um, subdivision to BRAC mixed use and to discuss the preliminary plan for Phase 5B of the Parkside development. Uh, first, a couple of housekeeping items. As I mentioned, the entirety of this presentation, including the question and answer session at the end, will be recorded and provided to Anne Arundel County for inclusion on their community meeting website. Um, if you haven't already, after the presentation, please sign in uh, on the sheets uh, on the left side of the room here so that you can receive a copy of the meeting minutes of tonight's meeting. I'll go through my presentation and then we'll hold a question and answer session. I ask that you please uh, hold your questions until the end so that I can get through all of the required information. Uh, this meeting is required per Anne Arundel County Subdivision Code 17-2-107. The code specifically states that a community meeting must be held within the six months prior to the initial submittal of a uh, subdivision or preliminary plan. The developer intends to submit a preliminary plan for Phase 5B, Parcel 5, within the next uh, few months, few weeks really. In addition to discussing the conversion of the project to BRAC mixed use, the purpose of the meeting is to present information regarding the development, including proposed stormwater management design and any requested uh, modifications and to give the community an opportunity to ask questions and provide comments. So first I'll discuss the, discuss the conversion of this project. The Parkside mixed use development, which is shown on this uh, aerial here, uh, is located on the south side of Maryland Route 175 at its intersection with Maryland Route 295. The project totals 256.7745 acres. The overall parkside mixed-use development will shift from development under the mixed MXD optional method of development outlined in Anne Arundel uh, Zoning Code <coughs> Section 18-8 dash 301 to development under BRAC provisions outlined in section 18-10-112. The conversion of the project to BRAC mixed use will allow more flexibility in the mix of uses proposed within the project. All future phases of development within this project will be subject to the requirements and restrictions of the BRAC mixed use provisions outlined in 18, section 18-10-112. Now, specifically regarding uh, Phase 5B. Phase 5B is located along the west side of the Parkside development. It's shown here in this uh, sort of orangey-yellow block. For orientation, this map is a little bit upside down. North is to the bottom, south is to the top. This is Route 175 here, and this is Route 295. And right now, in this community building, we are right here. Um, phase five, so it's located on the west side of the Parkside development between Max Blobs Park Road and the end of Antietam Drive. Max Blobs Park Road being here and Antietam Drive being here. Phase five B can be found on tax map 13, block 18, part of parcel 70 on parcel five and is zoned MXDR which is a mixed-use residential zone. Phase 5B encompasses a total of 4.55 acres. The project is privately proposed. The site is not located within the critical area or a bog protection area. The site was previously developed with a single-family home, but it is currently vacant and undeveloped. This is a site plan showing the existing conditions for the site. The site is outlined here uh, in a thicker black dashed line. There is an off-site stream adjacent to the property um, that runs parallel to the west side of the site that has a 100-foot buffer that extends onto the project site. The stream has been uh, field delineated. 
there is an existing off-site floodplain. Again, the floodplain is not on the site, but adjacent to the site that is um, associated with that stream. This floodplain has also been filled, delineated, and does not extend onto the subject property. Uh, none of the soils on site are highly erodible. The soils along the west uh, side of the site within the stream buffer are identified as uh, hydric soils. There is an existing 20-foot wide right-of-way that allows access um, for two of the adjacent properties through uh, parcel 5 to Max Block, Block Park Road here on the uh, west side of the site. There are three existing forest conservation easements within the stream buffer, they're shown here in a kind of a light gray, along the west side of the site that are slated for afforestation, meaning they'll be plant, trees will be planted there. There are a few small forested areas along the west and north sides of the site, um, but the majority of the site is open lawn with individual trees. Clearing of the existing forest within the development was previously approved with the overall Parkside Forest Conservation Plan. There are no specimen trees within the subject property. There are also no naturally occurring slopes that meet the county's definition of steep slopes. There are no known rare, threatened, or endangered species habitats located on the subject property, and there are no known wetlands within the property. There are no known historic resources, archaeological sites, or cemeteries located on the site. And the site is not located within a protected or proposed greenway. The site is proposed to be developed here. With 64 multifamily adult independent units within four condominium buildings and associated parking. The units uh, within these buildings will all be for sale condominium units. This development is permitted as part of the BRAC mixed use. As previously noted, there was an existing home on the site that has already been demolished. Um, however, there are some existing features, um, such as driveways and fences, that will be removed as part of this proposed development. Uh, there is no proposed subdivision associated with this project. All four of the condominium buildings will have a total of 16 units each. Two of the buildings here will be four stories high, four units on each floor. And the other two buildings will be five stories high. Uh, the ground floor of those buildings will be a garage. So there will be 16 total garages on the ground floor and then four floors of units above. Exact elevations have not been determined at this time but the overall building heights will not exceed the allowable building height per the Parkside design guidelines, which has been approved by the county. Access to the site will be provided via a drive aisle that will extend uh, from Antietam Road, which terminates here, will be extended into the site, uh, and then there'll be a parking lot that um, is provided in and around those buildings. The existing connection to Max Blobs Park Road is proposed to be removed. The access for the two um, existing off-site properties that currently runs through the site will be rerouted to that drive aisle and then out to Antietam Road. Parking for the residents and guests of, will stem from a main drive aisle here in the center of the site. Um, since access will be essentially one way in and one way out, we've provided a turnaround here at the terminus of that main drive aisle. Uh, this, will be, this will allow emergency and delivery vehicles adequate space to turn around. The total parking requirement for this project is one and a half spaces per unit for a total of 96 parking spaces. And we are currently showing a total of 104 parking spaces, including 48 total garage and tandem surface spaces and 56 surface parking spaces. Sidewalks will be provided throughout the development to, to provide connectivity between the buildings uh, and from buildings to parking as well as to the active recreation areas. The open space requirement for the entire Parkside project has already been met. The required open space for all of Parkside is 61.2 acres. And to date, uh, over 107 acres of open space has been provided within Parkside. 
Additional open space and open areas are expected to be provided uh, within this phase of development with the exact acreage uh, will be determined once the final design is completed for this phase. 10% of the site area, or approximately uh, 19,900 square feet of active recreation area, is required to be provided with this phase. We're providing a total of 20,500 square feet of active recreation area, the majority of which is here, and a smaller uh, area is located here in the upper left corner. Stormwater management will be provided for the site in accordance with the overall stormwater requirement for the parkside development, which dictates how much stormwater is required within each phase. These requirements were established in accordance with the Anne Arundel County stormwater design criteria, which includes environmental uh, design, site design to the maximum extent practicable. It is our intent to provide sufficient stormwater management to meet or exceed the stormwater volume requirement remaining for the parkside development. Uh, this will include micro uh, stormwater practices such as micro bioretention stormwater facilities and bioswales that are located throughout the site. These practices are small landscape depressions similar in nature to a rain garden uh, that handle rain runoff from, from small, drainages, dry, me, small drainage areas around one half acre up to one acre maximum and they are designed so that they will hold water for no longer than 24 hours. The intent is to have water run over land to these features. The water then filters through layers of uh, soil media and stone, uh, and then that water will inf infiltrate as much as possible into the ground below. The, uh, the water that does not infiltrate will be collected into a storm drain system and will be discharged um, to the proposed outfall, which is located here uh, in the vicinity of that offsite stream. The anticipated limit of disturbance includes a total of 3.85 acres. acres. Since the project is proposed to include only adult independent units, there is no anticipated impact on local schools. However, the local schools and their current enrollment status are Mead High School, which is currently closed for enrollment, MacArthur Middle School, which is open for enrollment, and Mead Heights Elementary School, which is open for enrollment. The project will be served by public water and sewer, which will be extended from the um, southeast corner of the site. Uh, this layout includes the conceptual um, layout of the water and sewer, which will run within those drive aisles and stem to each of the four buildings. The only anticipated impacts to environmental features include the disturbance to the stream buffer and offsite floodplain to remove those existing, existing driveways um, and, and fences that were associated with the uh, previous home that was on site. Um, we have been told by the county that those types of disturbances to remove existing impervious and existing features within environmental areas do not require a uh, modification request, but we want to make it known that we will be providing that kind of, or proposing that sort of disturbance in the event that modification um, is ultimately required. But again, it's only to remove existing features from those, uh, those environmentally sensitive areas. Nothing new is being proposed within those areas. Um, Oh, and in addition, it is our intent to design this access drive as a parking lot lane, uh, but the county may also require that we design it uh, as a private road or a public road, in which case we would need to apply for a modification to public road standards, uh, because as it is designed now, it is uh, similar to a parking lot drive file. So um, that concludes my presentation. Um, is there anything you'd like for, to add before? All right, so I will um, open it up for questions. As I said, this uh, meeting is being recorded, so I'd appreciate if you have a question or a comment, if you could please speak loudly so that the uh, recording device picks you up. So with that, sure, go ahead. Hi. Uh, so the original plan showed a community center there. What happened to the community center? Why is this being developed for uh, single-use homes? Sure. Actually, the original approval was a, a 40,000 square foot office building. Okay, but it was, it was not homes. It no, was not it was homes. homes. So why is it now homes 
instead. It's just working with the market. You know, the office, there's no use for office these days because of COVID and we were looking at that. And so there is a need for housing. There's a pretty big need in all the time for housing. So the that center was not ever on any plans because it's on the on the, the board outside. That's how it was explained when people bought the neighborhood. They had a map that showed this community center, this church, this school, this thing, mm -hmm. that thing. And it seems you, like suddenly we're flipping to something else. I'm gonna have to look at the plan you're you're referring to, but at one time the church the church owns this property right next door. Right. So the church owns this property right here. Correct. They had a I don't know if you want to call it a community center, but maybe like a you know, parish center or something there at one point. It wasn't a community center for Parkside. It was for the church itself. Yes. Um, so that might be what you're seeing, but I'd have to look at the plan. But there was never a community center on this property. It was always going to be office. And it was approved at one point for office. <clears throat> so you said um, they're condos, not single families. That's correct. But no impact on children, so are we talking senior citizen? They're adult independent units, so not necessarily senior 55. citizen, but 55 and over. So they don't call it Section 8 anymore, so is it low income housing? Oh, no. No, no, it's just restricted that you have to be 55 or older to own it. Right. I think you're allowed to have one person. Is it an average? Under, no, you, you, the owner has to be 55. The owner must be 55. Are these part of the HOA? Uh, they will have their own condominium association. Okay. Go ahead. Um, why is the access to Max Blanc's road being cut off and um, solely restricted to Antietam as being the only in and out? Because that's going to drive a lot of extra traffic mm -hmm. through that single road. So, yes. Max Blanc Road is actually located in a floodplain. Um, and it, you know, it's low and it, it floods and it, we don't really, there's three owners back there still of property. So um, that's why we're bringing it through the development to the light so people can get in. And Max, Is there not another option though to add some other entrance to this community? It's so not that it's not solely on that one road? Yeah, the problem is all those trees that you see along Route 175, mm -hmm. those are all wetlands. They're wetlands and then Further you go, it's floodplain, so it's all preserved because they're environmental areas. We actually had to get permits to bring the two entrances in that you see today. It, it seems like it's such a large development now, Parkside, that I was hoping we'd have a third in and out because of all the new homes that still have been built. Everyone's coming out vanguard of Parkside, so I was hoping that Max Blogs was going to be another entrance, but that's a no-go. Mm -hmm. Wow. I just want to know, what, who's the builder? What, how much are these condos going to cost? So we're at the preliminary plan stage, which is the initial stage oh. of development. So a, a okay. builder hasn't been that's selected at this point, price point. That's okay. a stage that happens much later in the yeah. game. We'll be is there a chance? We, will, we are going to have another meeting okay. at, at final. Oh. So, so is there a chance that this would not be approved to be built? I know I probably speak for many of our residents, and this is already a very large community, so adding these additional 64 homes just makes it even larger, especially when most of the people are coming in on Parkside. I know originally the condos um, in the front here weren't originally part of the design either, and so we added those condos, now we're talking about adding 64 more units, so it's, it's definitely feeling very crowded. So is there a chance that this could not be approved? No, this is a targeted growth area for Anne Arundel County. It's mixed use for that reason. I mean, we're actually way under what you could actually do in this, in this property based on county code, so I don't see that that would, you know, be a... And real quick in comparison, the uh, the amount of traffic generated by the previously approved office use here is greater than they've, they've anticipated for the 64 residential units for comparison. And was that office always going to come through Antino? Yes. Question, um, what's the difference between the BRAC mixed use mm -hmm. versus what it was before? Yes. So the, the MXD optional method um, establishes a percentage of uses, so, so many percent residential units, um, office space, commercial. 
So there was a requirement to provide all three of those uses. Uh, under the BRAC mixed use, there's more flexibility to do either a more residential, less residential, more office. There's just more flexibility in what uses are, a mix of uses are allowed within the project. Um, I think earlier you said there was going to be about 106 parking spaces that's correct. for the unit, so that's about 22 less than two per unit. Yes. So where would the other cars park if there are two cars per unit, which we see in the community, we already are on average probably two, and in some cases more than that per unit. So the parking requirement for uh, adult independent is one and a half parking spaces. This is the county's mm -hmm. parking requirement is one and a half parking spaces per unit. So we've only actually taken credit for 106 parking spaces, but every garage space has a tandem driveway space. So in reality, there are more spaces than okay. what we've taken credit for, um, but we, we don't count them because for instance, you know, if I am renting or I own garage yeah. space A, you, you couldn't park in, your guests couldn't park in my tandem space, but my guests could. So we only take credit on our plans for one and a half spaces per unit, even though we have more parking than that on site. Well, you said like 16 of them will have a garage, right? In each building. So there are 64 total, oh, excuse me, there's, uh, there's 32 total garages. Two buildings have garages. So there's 32 total garage spaces and 32 total tandem spaces. But we've only taken credit for half of the tandem spaces. Okay. So some of the units will just have surface parking. That That's correct. Okay. Yes. And it's different than from what you guys are here. You know, you're not age restricted or adult independent, and they've done studies. They not everybody has two cars in adult independent. Go ahead. Oh, um, I was just going to touch that on that. Um, my neighbors and I were all the single-family homes, or not all of them, but three of them, and we're all on wells. And when I mean you're with the construction site, all of that, all of those chemicals from paints and diesel and um, everything else goes down into the soil. And our water, if our water is contaminated, that could be a potential lawsuit for you guys, just because. That's something that's, our, our wells are right there. I mean, this is right on the edge of our property. So I wanna know, what are you gonna do about that? So during construction, there are very specific construction requirements, um, sediment controls and things that are required that the contractor has to put in place to prevent things like that. Um, but knowing what properties we're talking about here, these all sit uh, uphill from the project site. So all the drainage from this site is Actually, my property is downhill, so I would tell that. On the yeah, other side of the stream, but you're on the other side so of the, the stream. Right, mm -hmm. so the water, I mean, again, there are all sorts of sediment controls that they have to check monthly. They have to keep a log of anything. You know, every time it rains, somebody has to inspect them. So there's all sorts of protections that will prevent any of that runoff from even making it, any contaminants from making it to the stream. But being on the other side of the stream, uh, that water wouldn't. You know, jump the stream into your property. All right, because I got all my facts from the Environmental Pollution Center's website. Of that, it says that actually it's way more common than people think that the water, the soil, the air, everything is contaminated near a construction site. So, and it says uh, especially within one block, and we're way less than one block away mm -hmm. from uh, the construction site. I mean, it's right on the edge of our property. Construction like this happens all the time, and the wells are actually very deep, usually compared to what's happening on the surface, so that it shouldn't be an issue. It still goes down to the groundwater, though. What does? The contamination. It still goes down to the groundwater. So, um, from what I got off of line, off of the Environmental Pollution Center, it says the surface water runoff and the groundwater close to a construction site become polluted with various materials used in the construction work. As described for air pollution above, the falling construction contaminants can pollute the water. VOCs, paints, glues, diesels, oils, other toxic chemicals, and cement. The immediate effect is creating turbidity in the runoff water and affecting surface and groundwater, since some of the runoff water will infiltrate, will infiltrate the subsurface reaching groundwater. In fact, both groundwaters below your home and surface runoff close to your home may constitute a source of pollution emanating from construction sites. And then it says, additionally, once the groundwater below your home becomes contaminated, 
Yes. Yeah. Doing the following ways through direct consumption, if you use water from a property well, which we do, and indirectly by affecting the quality of your indoor air vapor intrusion by the volatile contaminants from water. Overall, water pollution from construction sites is underestimated and has the potential to generate severe environmental problems. Yeah. All we can tell you is that we do things by the state code, and construction goes by that, and so they're going to do everything they can, yeah. you know, to prevent that. But as Courtney said, we're downstream from a view. Even in the groundwater, it flows downhill. It doesn't flow up. Sure. Does your zoning map reflect the 295 expansion and the so anticipated 175 expansion as well? 295 is actually not shown on this, uh, or maybe the very edge of 295 is shown on this map. Uh, it's There are additional properties between 295 and the subject property. Okay. And Route 175, same, same situation. Route 175 doesn't. Uh, touch this property. There's, there are other properties between this and 175. Because I know there, the entrance to what is it, Maxwell Plaza Road there, that's being eliminated, including the fire station with the expansion of 175 in the near future. So is this going to have the highway right up against this anticipated property, or will there still be a buffer? They'll still be a buffer. Okay. Yeah, these are existing homes right now, uh, okay. and I do not understand that they will be removed. For that, um, the, the count the state did there's property above their homes. Um, there's like a strip along Maxwell Broadwalks on the west side that I know the state did buy that, okay. um, but it doesn't come down as far as far as I know. Probably next spring, yeah. And then how long? Last for how long? Where that's not our expertise, um, I would say probably eight months. Eight? Eight. The whole thing in eight months. Well, so you do all the, the, surf, like the site work and all that. I mean, like the houses, are, it's going to depend on. A lot of times, condos, they don't build the building until they uh, rented, not rented, um, sold them all, all the units, and then they'll build the building. So I don't have any timing on that. Two years. So you're referring to the groundwork, eight months? Mm -hmm. So another question I have is that you said that there's like a, a big need for housing in Anne Arundel County, but um, when I actually went around with the petition back in November to fight against this from being approved, and every single person or most people that I was talking to said that they weren't happy with the HOA and that they wanted to gain control of the HOA, but they couldn't gain control until a certain amount of homes were filled in Parkside, and they said they felt like that would never happen, so I don't see how there's a huge need for housing when actually most of the houses here are vacant. That's, well, that's Beatrice taking over. It's the age of the community is just now taking over. The it has, okay. Yeah, the, the houses are, the last ones they're building are in phase three and six and they're selling them and everywhere else that they've sold. So I, I know you guys mentioned that the HO, they'll have their own HOA, so will they have access to the communities that are here? Or how? That I don't know. That's up to the owner. We, we don't know what, how they're going to handle that. What, what can be done to lessen the impact of the construction traffic going through Antietam? Uh, can Blobs Road be used until the construction's over and to divert some of that? Or can... You know, we have to look into that because I don't think all of Blobs is a county it, right away. None of it is. Yeah, it's so not I don't a county think we have the right to use it. It's not a county, is it a public road? It's a private road. It's a private drive. It's not maintained so by the county, it's not. No, 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 we have to maintain mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Snow yeah. and everything, so yeah. When you say it's up to the owner to determine if they're gonna get access to the HOA and to the community, what does that mean? Who's the owner? The the developer, the, the developer of the Parkside community. Yeah, this, Whose input would they have? Because if this was an office building, they wouldn't have access to this. So why would this new community have that access when it's already overcrowded in some cases and getting to the fitness center or to the pool or to the activities that are available? We'll, we'll have to find out for you. We don't know the. Mm -hmm. They would also have to ask our uh, HOA. <laughs> right? I, 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 I would think so. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, they would need our permission to add. Because now we have the HOA. We officially have it, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so who determined the height? You said four stories? 
Yeah, there is a design guideline, um, which is a, it's essentially a manual that was written uh, regarding uh, architectural uh, requirements, building heights, landscape setbacks, so, and different things. Uh, so two are four-story and the others are five-story? Mm -hmm. Elevators? No, I don't believe it. Yeah, we're going oh, to Four stories, no elevators. Five stories, and elevators. So you got two buildings with four, two buildings with five. So yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. That, you have no clue. That depends. It depends on yeah. The, <coughs> there are four-story buildings that have elevators. That's not just universal. Right. Four stories means no elevator. These all could have elevators. Again, we're at the, the beginning stages of the design mm -hmm. you know, review process and proposal process. So um, that. So your of, company, Morris Ritchie. Determined condos, not no. We no. don't. We don't. We didn't determine the use. Who we do the design. Um, Thomas Scribner. Scribner. Uh, Thomas Scribner. The owner. The owner of the property. The property. He owns this property. The current owner. The developer. The developer. The current owner of the property. He bought it and decided he was <coughs> condos there. Yes. Mm -hmm. He right. I mean, he owned this property. I don't know. But he's completely separate than the other side, correct? No. No. He is the developer of I don't know. I'm just Park. asking. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he's the developer of all of Parkside. No. All the of the residential he has done okay. so far. Okay. The church. The church. They're the no, they're, they're the builder. They're just the builder. They're just the builder. Okay. The church owns their own property. Yeah. He's not involved in that. Yeah. In the back. Hi, I live off of Antietam Road, and as of now, being a park lane drive, you know, where people can park on both sides, there's every day, it's like, hit or miss if I'm going to get hit pulling out, because I have a stop sign and the cross traffic is not. With this much more traffic coming through, especially construction vehicles that don't have the ability to stop as quickly, what traffic control implementation is going to be done? Because it's an accident waiting to happen now. Well, as part of the construction, they are required to have, you know, the flaggers and all that. So hopefully they would monitor, you know, the, the traffic on the road. Are you going to hear from the construction? One comment at a time. There's zero concern for the safety fallout for anybody that currently lives here. Just so we're clear. The construction, they have requirements that they have to meet. Now, I can't tell you what they do in the field, but they have requirements that they're supposed to meet. It's not construction. Like you said, they have requirements, but someone that lives there does not. Right. Oh. They just have a license. So what what are we gonna do now that we have all these more cars coming down and the chance of getting hit because I think it's clear that there's a parked car and it's not clear. Right. What are you gonna do? Well it's the county road Antietam. The county owned well, I guess they own it now, but um I don't know if you can park on both sides. You, you can, can. Oh, yeah. I meant I don't know if you're allowed to park on both sides. You are. They already told you that. Yes. No, it's a county road. Yes. No, no not all county roads can you park on those. Well, the whole okay. time we've lived here, people leave their campers and trucks right. and all different types of cars parked alongside there, and we don't even know these people. So I'm imagining well, I think that's, that's a, that's that's a, a concern. concern. Yeah, that's why. Right. 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 I don't think anybody's it's ever. For the, I would take the county, I mean, it's a county road, yeah. so if there's issues with speeding or yeah. illegally parking, that's something that you should take up with uh, the county. We, our office, the same thing happened. A lot of people were parking on the roads and trucks were parking there, and we actually did go to the municipality and they were able to sign it for no parking, so it's something that you might want to look into. And I want to add something to what she said, and then I really um, agree with that because I have young kids. 16 month old and three and a half. And then you just crossing right in front of my garage. And I mentioned that before. And I even asked your owner, where do you live in between condos and home houses? And then he never answered me. And the safety she's mentioning mm -hmm. is the safety of my kids. And it, because there was no traffic that we purchased mm -hmm. that house at that high price that they were offering. So now, all these cars are gonna come right in front of my garage where my kids are enjoying now playing, but now I have to just have to keep that in the house because I'll be afraid that there'll be heat 
but somebody who doesn't have any intention to slow down for my kids. So like she said, what are your plans for safety? For I know the 55 and plus, you might think they don't have kids. Nowadays, you don't know. They might be 55, but they have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So all of the, the drive lanes within this community and, and Tienum Road, everything well here, what we're proposing is going to be in accordance with the requirements that the county has provided for us. But so, no safety requirements. Well, what it, the, the roads are designed with safety in mind. So the requirements are established with, I mean, again, I can't tell you, we can't make people slow, you know, drive slower. We have posted speed limits that'll be, you know, less than 25 miles per hour. So, you know, we, we can do what we can, but we, we can't control what everyone else Sure, but that amount of traffic on the county road, so we get some urgency on putting speed bumps on that road? You have to reach out to the county about that. We don't control, that. Antietam Road is a county road. Yeah. That's, That's not within our right now. So, but also when we have the meeting, mm -hmm. you mentioned that this road would be no parking. That's correct. Uh, there will be, this is gonna be a 24 foot wide Essentially, aisle like parking lane, uh, parking lot aisle, no parking like permitted on either. People are parking. Well, Antietam Road is a wider road. Mm -hmm. That that is, is I'd have to look. I don't have the specifications for Antietam Road, but if it, if you're parking on, if parking is permitted on both sides, it's a minimum of 36 feet. This road that we're proposing, the extension of Antietam, is going to be 24 feet wide, which is going to be, and it's going to be two lanes, one in, one out. And no it's parking. also going to be straight for no parking and, and signed for no parking. And you should so get out of my house because nobody's trying to to wait. There'll be 64 units. I'm not sure that there'll be a... It's not gonna That's be. what I'm saying. I mean, it's right in front of my parking. It's I not like there's going to be 64 cars coming out on that road at one time. No. 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 Because less. 64 apartments with how many people in there? Two people at least. But it's just one more I mean, it doesn't work that way. You don't you don't walk out Pioneer um, Park Parkside Boulevard and see fourteen hundred people going at the same time. I mean you say it's it like right now it'll be all people for her and now then you're talking about sixty four units or whatever fraction. If Can you all speak one at a time because Honestly, I, I didn't understand anything any of you said right now because three people were talking. Go ahead, gentlemen. Has your plan already been to the county fire and life safety code? Because I can't fathom, and being very familiar with the rest of the county with other elderly occupancies, most of them are all one story. I can't fathom how you would have an elderly 55 and older community and have to climb up two flights of stairs. Like we said, there's probably elevators in them. We don't know. We can verify that for you. Okay, I've never heard of that. But we do fire marshal reviews everything that goes through the county. So it has not been through that. It has not been yet. So at this point, this is a pre-submittal community meeting, so we have not yet submitted. Our intent is to submit a, a, a preliminary plan to the county for review in the next, probably the next month at least. And at that point, it'll be reviewed by planning and zoning, engineering, fire safety, the fire marshal's office will get it and do it. Okay. okay. Um, last time you had a meeting, um, I believe it was in October or early November, the one that nobody showed to because nobody knew about it. Um, there was the website on annarundelcounty.com that was um, open for comment for people to submit their comments so that it would go to the county yes. for, you know, um, they're being opposed to this. So is that going to be the same thing that yes. we're going to be open? It's going to be open. For All community meetings are okay. open for 14 days after. For 14 days, yeah. Okay. Yes. 14 days after submittal. No. So no. After this meeting. After, this meeting. So after this meeting, we have to submit a copy of this recording to the county. Once they accept it, which usually happens the same day, they open up the 14-day comment period. So after that, you can go onto Anne Arundel County's website, aacounty.org. And um, you'll just have to, they have a, um, if you look for the community meetings, mm -hmm. if you search community meetings and then search for the Parkside Phase 5B, you'll be able to leave a comment or a question there. 
And, and all of the comments that are received or in questions will be included in the meeting minutes that will be distributed uh, to everyone. My, my question is, so I'm kind of getting the idea. You're obviously here just to present this information to us. You're not making the laws. You're following what the county or whoever dictates. So because we're, we don't sit and memorize all the county laws about how a construction site is set up or whatever, who do we now go to to say, this isn't cool, we don't want this, because you guys are just presenting the information. We can't legitimately get angry at you. You're just doing your job. It's not a personal thing. But who do we now? Because it sounds like we can't, we could sit here and complain all day, but you guys, this isn't, that's not, you're not the complaint department. So it's the county that we need to deal with now? Yes. yes. So you would submit your comments. To the, okay. You can submit through that website. Um, another way, if you don't, if the regulations, if you disagree with the regulations, you could reach out to your councilman or council okay. member. Um, but essentially, yes, the county okay. or the county council would be the most appropriate means okay. to. I also have an email address of somebody at the county I can give to you, too. You can give to us. Yes, I can give to all of you guys. I will write it down, and all of you guys can have it. All right. um, this is not for you, but you mentioned you can send that email because I have to thought out for another meeting. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm part of the Parkside Facebook group. No, I'm not, but I will give you my phone number. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying it. Oh, oh, you want to yeah, you can write it on there. Since it's on them. Since it's on them. Oh. 240. Seven, Actually, I don't think the phone number is on them. 199. No, I'm just saying it's on them. Actually, there's some more. Actually, you can just say the email because it'll be on the recording if you want. Um, what's the benefit of this to Parkside community? To us who live here? I mean, it's just like the benefit of you living here. You, I mean, you like it here, right? It's it's providing people with housing in a nice community. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that met, coming into my area, where they're going to increase the traffic. So that's not a motive for me. So here's my point. Let me rephrase the question. When we bought, there was a site map, and we followed. We bought according to the site yeah. map. Right. Of how we chose our plot, what is the end unit, not end unit, what phase yes. one, phase two. There's a lot that went into us buying into this community. And so we're like, okay, it's going to be this big. This is how big it's going to be. For example, what's the builder? DR Horton. Right? We're like, okay, they're there. They're not part of our um, HOA, but they still exist there and they use our roads. Right? So the county roads. <laughs> That's why they can use them. Okay, well, we didn't know that. But like private road, too, because Fredericksburg Road is not a county yeah, road. Not a county road. Yeah. Private right, but they do come out to Parkside Boulevard. So how is this addition going to benefit us? I mean, there has to be a features and benefits here. I mean, do we just kind of just shove it down our throat and take it and that's it? <laughs> I mean, are we going to get it? This property is part of the Parkside development. So, you know, the first homeowners who bought here had probably the same kind of concern. Well, what if phase two, how does it benefit me? Well, I, I don't know that there is like, is that going to raise your property value? I don't know. But phase, phase two was on the site map. The whole, all the phases were on the site map when we bought. Right. So this, this phase was on the site map as an office. This use has less traffic than the proposed office square footage that was on that plan. Um, so, well, again, it's, it's less. So this is potentially a better use than what was shown. Right, well, it's, not better for who? it's not better for us. How is it that OIE in here remembers an office being on the original site? It was, and it was approved by Anne Arundel County, and we can we can share it with you if you like. Mm -hmm. if, the site map that I saw was similar to his version, where there was a school and a church and a community center. So the site maps that you're talking about are part of it. The site, the site, all a marketing scheme because the church. The site maps that you guys I think are talking about are the marketing maps. Like you said, they're not the actual approved maps that go through Anne Arundel County. That's what I'm assuming. So the owner of this property or whomever or whatever kind of snuck this in and now we have to deal with it. This is basically what it boils down to. So now we have to figure out how to deal with it. And again, it's not directed at you two personally, but somehow we got to figure out how to get this squashed if we don't want it because the construction is what I'm, I don't want to listen to this for all we are. Like we were the first ones on our street. So we listened to the construction for a good two years. It's over and now we got to listen to it again. 
the increased traffic on scene, we have tons of little, I mean, we have obviously, you know, we have concerns. So we need to direct all this at the correct person. And I just feel like you're giving us information. Now it's our deal. We got to go figure this out. So. Yeah, I am. I also have a petition um, that I actually started in November. And so whoever hasn't signed it, it's been going around online as well as I have the sign the um, in-person like um, hard copy with me as well. So anybody can sign it because I do submit it with my um, with my comments um, to, to the email address that I have. So I'm writing that down so all of you guys can have that. Okay. And we did sign that petition. Okay, great. <laughs> so if you already signed it, that's great. Don't sign it again. But if you haven't signed either the online or the hard copy, then please do. In the back, please. Um, with all the space that we have available, are there any plans of instead of adding more communities or buildings, adding amenities like parks? Tennis court. So the question, I don't think your question was picked up by the speaker here, but the question was about uh, utilizing the space for more amenities. Um, so there will be amenity space provided within this community, uh, 20, I think it's 20,500 square feet. So we can be able to use it. Uh, that I can't answer. I mean, it's going to be part of the condominium association here. Um, and again, we're not sure what the relationship would be between the Parkside Homeowners Association and this condominium association. Um, just can I, if I can explain how it works. Typically, when you do a subdivision, whether it's a big one or a small one, Anne Arundel County has recreation area requirements, and it's just land. And so, typically, if it would have just been plots of land given to you, and then the HOA would be responsible for, or not responsible, it would have to do the improvements on their own. So, what happened was because this was a big community. They put in the money to build the community center and the pool and the trail and the top lots and other things throughout. What you see besides what's coming on here is the program that they built and it was approved by the county. There is some recreation land in phase one over by, um, I forget what the name of that, other entrance is. Are there golf cart? Vanguard. Vanguard. No, the. Vanguard. It, I think it has a seating area in it right now. Right. That is the dog park. Oh, you got to use it as a dog park? Yeah. Okay. So there's not a lot of other land available. The rest of it's either platted open space or it's actually preserved in forest. So if we wanted to add, because I feel like most of us do want to have these amenities, well, we would have to go through the county. To get the approval to use that recreational land. No, you can use it. You just have to go through the county to get it approved to build it. You know, get permits and, and build it and pay for it. You're talking about to use the amenity area proposed on this plan? So, no. Oh. In so, general, like, in general. Oh, oh, oh. In general, because that's a lot of land that we could use for things like a dog park, someone said a tennis court. Uh, yeah, more kids' parts. So. so you don't know if they're going to have their own pool, their own gym? Yeah, I mean, there's land that's being reserved for active rec, which, you know, they could potentially utilize for a pool or a, a you know, a bocce court or, a, you know, whatever. That would be determined uh, by that condominium association at a later date. And with, in terms of in, indoor amenities, again, we don't have any architectural information at this point, so we can't speak to how those indoor spaces might be utilized, other than the 64 residential units. Did you still have a question, sir? Yes. So you said Parkside was designated for mixed use, correct? That's correct. So is there any minimum requirements that each of those mixed uses appear or cannot exceed a certain amount or must appear somehow in some form? That they, you know, they promised an office park. It's got to show up someplace in the plan, or yeah. and they just nix that mixed use and they get it down to just homes. Yeah, that's I mean, kind of what it sounds like. They took all the mixed use out, and now it's, it's just homes. Mixed and that's use. It. It's just yeah. a different mixed use. Right. Well, it's not really a mix. It's no, it like ninety-six percent one thing and four percent the other thing. 
That's not a mix. <laughs> no, it is a mix. You still have the church and Church was already here. The no, it was not. Part of the church was part of the Parkside mixed use. It was part of the retail. So there's no minimum requirement to have at least some part of each of that mixed use, uh, uh, whatever it is there. So housing, office space, parks, dog park, his tennis court, whatever. Uh, under the BRAC mixed use, you, there's more flexibility. So no, there's no set percentage requirement of how much office or residential or retail. So you could take all the rest of this that's in the future and decide we're going to slap whatever on it and that's it. Well, there's, not whatever. There's, there's regulations. Well, my, my point is we just keep building condos and townhomes. Well, and first of all, there's, there's no not that much left in Parkside. I know. We're burning up the rest of it for a condo. But it was always <laughs> part of the Parkside mixed-use project. This, that's it's, my point. It's not mixed. We're not mixing anything anymore. We've got a community center, a pool, and a pseudo-dog park down there, and a church. That's not mixed. We, we lost out on the retail space over here. We lost out on the other community center. This there was never another community church. center ever, ever, ever. Well, ever. I referred you back to the drawings. Yeah, <laughs> then they were, those were misleading. Is, yes, there's a community center shown on the church property. It's not a community it's, it's, center, it's a, though. Like, okay, yeah. it's not a it's house. A church. It's not a house. It's also, it's Wherever not the property we're, we're talking about. It's on the church's property. And they have, you know, their plans to develop their site are their own. Um, this site was never slated for a community center. All right, so we're just stuck with whatever somebody grabs some land and they build on it. We're stuck with whatever they put on it. Is that, is that no, how I it's going to come out? I think we have a voice. You know, that's part of voice they bought it before we got into it. I'm saying that's part of the email. You can, you know, the petitions, etc., etc. Let's use that. Another good thing is now the HOA is in our hands. We have committees. I mean, let's participate in those. We didn't own the land. We can't stop that unless we're going to buy it out of them. Because based on what she said, it's most likely not going to be um, disapproved or denied when it comes to the building. You speak up. I said, based on what she stated, it is likely unlikely that they're going to disapprove the building of the condo. So as he stated, we can voice our, our opinion, but really, does it really matter when it comes to the people that own the property already? I mean, they're strength in numbers, change. right? They're here to represent and present their presentation mm -hmm. to us, but they're strength in numbers. We do have a voice, you know? We shouldn't feel like we don't have a voice. We do everything in our power to have our voice heard at the end of the day. Okay. I think that's so happy for that condos haven't been built because there's been so many people that have spoken up against it. So so that's why there is the approval process and plan that they have to go through these things and have these communities. Um, so definitely, I wouldn't say, oh, don't speak up because you're afraid that, oh, it's not worth it. It's definitely worth it. At least yeah. you just have to, if we can put the information on our Facebook page, the people to actually speak to. Yeah. yeah. You know. No, mostly on the calming. Calming. Um, comments. How many acres are left to be developed past this? Where do we stand? <laughs> that I, I There's know. only, I think, one parcel on the other side of Rockenbach. And who owns that? Uh, Taylor Family Limited Partnership. Where, where is that on the map? They were going to build something That's, here too, right? Yeah, right now. So they have the right to build something, yes. <laughs> it's this one. So it's nowhere near us. No, basically. it's on the, it's yeah. on Rock and So this is the I'm sorry, can we stop at the back, the secondary conversations, please? So this is the end of, this is the last piece that you're going to, that's going to get developed that is going to have to go through Vanguard and, and Parkside as an entrance and exit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's it? I mean, last part in, in this, I don't know what the church has planned. They I, I'm not worried about the church. I'm worried about another piece of property there is going up else. and... You know, clearing it out, taking the trees mm -hmm. out, trees mm -hmm. off wildlife, no, and no. Then slaps them Almost the every, all the forest you see in here is under easement. It, it, it's part of the forest conservation right now. I know, and that's stuff we can't use. Right, can't but it also can't be cleared for development. I, I understand that, but you were saying you couldn't clear the trees and build more houses. That I'm can't just, happen. I, I know, but that's why I'm asking, is this the last piece that's left to do that to? So when this is done, we get peace and quiet and we're finished. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not the developer.
Yeah. So, so for the church, I don't, we don't know. I'm not worried about church. I'm saying like they're not going. That's it. The I church, mean, if the they sell their properties, then someone is going to develop it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. I don't so this anything. is the last surprise building that's going to go up in our community. I think that's what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's what we can answer. We can answer that. It's the last piece we know about. This is the last piece that's currently shown for development in the Parkside development. But you know, no, no, that's not. I mean, in this, right? But the church, right? The church could beyond the church, beyond the beyond the church, and then the one on Rockabuck. That's it. Which is not even on that's our side. Even, so I don't see how that's our side. It backs up to Parkside. Well, it's still so part of Parkside. Park yeah, but it's, it's, it's up there by the strip mall. Yeah, yeah, right. It's still under our side. Yeah, so. at least it's not off of Antique. And how about the front on 175? This section, do you have any idea? What that's for Dunkin' Donuts and the Lakeside. Right. Are they tearing this state? I think they keep the Dunkin'. They weren't doing anything. They're not selling that. I think right now State Highway is using it for a yard, right? Yeah, so I hope they're able to. It's all commercial. Just so you all know, though, all that land in gray in the front is commercially zoned. I think it's C3 or C4. Yeah, we heard the liquor store was trying to, well, they bought the land next to the strip. That's right by our entrance. You're supposed to put a car wash over there, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'll just take it off. What slate did they go there where you're talking about the, by the light right across from Shell gas station? Or four, four plots. Um, that's going to be the main concern is going to be a uh, gas station. The next two are going to be retail. The next one to that one is going to be the car wash. The, and the next one after that is going to be um, storm waste uh, management, whatever your storm management. Are you talking about on this side of the property or on the other across side? Across the street. The other side. On 175 Commercial. across the street. Oh. But you guys don't own that? Or no, it's not part of Parkside. What in the Harris Theater? We've got a Harris Theater when we move that, right? Yeah. 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 We appreciate everybody's comments and questions. I'm sorry, are there any other questions related to Phase 5B? I have a quick question, ma'am. It's kind of for someone who owns just bought a single family home across the street. So you talked about uh, the clearing of the forest was approved. Is that just going to be within that boundary that's shown? Or are you taking everything that's on the south side of Maxwell's Park Road? The south side? Yeah, yeah. So I know that's like a weird orientation, but let's say on so the, the right left? side of Maxwell's Road, are you taking all that forest out? No. There's, just inside First of all, boundary. there's not much forest there's, there. It's yeah, like, there. There's a little bit that would shield my kids. Yeah. I mean, from no, we're adding to that. Yes, yeah, we're going to be planted. There will be okay. eight four stations. These areas shown here in light gray mm -hmm. will be planted with, okay. I mean, they'll be new, you know, trees. new trees, but eventually those will grow. Yeah. They won't, you can't mow there. They'll be uh, preserved there. And they will be placed in, or they are, it will be in a, there's existing forest conservation easements in place already so that once they are planted, they will be protected trees. Okay. Uh, and the existing trees, it looks like from uh, this plan, that those um, are mostly in the stream offsite, so those are not going to be. Thank you. I got, sorry. I got one last question and I won't ask nothing else. Are there any rules about when traffic, construction traffic, is supposed to start or stop during a business day? I can't answer that with confidence, but I believe because that's not our purview, but I believe that there are requirements. Do you have any idea what that is? I would be guessing if I give you an answer. Okay. It's not before. It shouldn't be before seven. That's but what just from saying. other communities. I'm, I'm up at three forty-five like... in the morning, Monday through <laughs> Friday, and I can I walk my dog like at four thirty morning, and there's trucks going up and down, well, going in the back. Like so I live seven. right there in the corner of Antietam and Parkside, and the last thing I need is another big diesel truck idling outside my house yeah. for three hours waiting for something to happen. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I'd like to somehow figure out how to reduce that or stop that so that they stick to their construction hours. My last question. Um, the condo association. We do have one here, right, for these here. You have a homeowners association. No, no for the condo. Oh, I'm sorry, not the two over two. Right? How do they work as far as, do they just take care of their grounds and they collect their fees just for them? Yeah, I think anything outside the building it's part of the condo association and they take care of it all okay and so the HOA is separate from that yeah. 
I'm assuming so. I wasn't I involved in the setup. Correct. They have an HOA fee and then they have a condo fee that pays for common area things like the common roofs and things like that. For the I think that is correct. Right. They have both. Yes. Because yes. they only own the inside of the unit. They yeah, the so they right. pay so for So they have to maintain the exteriors of their buildings as a condo. But they still have the HOA fee. For and they still have the HOA fee okay. as well. So this place would have an HOA fee, assuming, right? Yeah. They would be pitching in with us for HOA, and then they have to pay their condo fee. It sounds like. Yeah. If yeah. Gonna that's not, that, we don't. Yeah. We are not responsible for writing the condominium association agreements and the HOA. So that I mean, again, we'd be guessing. You can't we, speak to we can't it. Speak no. to no. it okay. the authority. I mean, that is a, a way of doing it. The way you said. I know we're here to talk about um, these developments, but I just wanted to introduce myself. My name is Darlena Harding. I am the president of the And if you haven't already done so, um, an email was sent out about the committees. We are trying to establish committees right now to help do some work. Um, the committees, social committee, safety committee, parking committee, full committee, finance budget committee, communications committee, facilities committee. Please, 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 if you have not already, please respond to the email so we can form the committees and help make some changes in the community. So are these our committees? Or is this parks? Can, can I committees? interrupt? If we're done with this meeting, can we stop Yes, the, sure. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you. 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 Thank you.